Hey friends, and welcome to the Girl Means Business Podcast. I'm your host, Kendra Swalls, a photographer and educator on a mission to help you find your passion, power, and purpose through entrepreneurship. So let's jump right into today's episode because this girl means business. Hey guys, and welcome back to the Girl Means Business podcast. I hope you have all had a wonderful week so far. We have a fabulous guest on the show today. Martine Thomason is a certified entrepreneur coach who helps women entrepreneurs overcome limiting beliefs, sign more clients, and grow purposeful businesses. And she's going to be giving us tons of tips on how to be more confident and move past our limiting blocks in our business. We're going to be chatting about all the things that go on in our heads that are stopping us from creating the business we want. I loved this conversation. I love talking about this topic because even if we don't feel like that we are holding ourselves back in our business, there is something in our heads that is stopping us. And once you can realize what those things are, what those voices are saying that are playing on repeat in your mind that are stopping you from reaching your full potential, you can start to recognize when they pop up And you can start to combat them with things that are going to empower you and give you the encouragement you need to move forward. And a lot of the things that Martine talked about in our interview were things that I was like, yes, it's exactly how I feel. And it's very empowering to hear somebody else kind of say it and say, yes, you're not alone in this. So I'm really excited for you to hear our conversation today. Now, before we get into our conversation, I do want to have a little housekeeping business I want to throw out there. You've heard me talk about my program, Inbox Insider. It's where I offer you an entire year of done-for-you email content. These are templates that you fill in the blank with your personal brand content, and they are ready to go out to your audience to start building these really powerful relationships through email marketing. Plus, you get things like a sales sequence template. You get my welcome sequence template, tons of bonuses when it comes to how to clean up your list, how to use quizzes powerful words to use in subject lines, a subject line generator. There's so much packed into this one program. And up until now, I've been offering this for an incredibly low price of $47. However, all good things must come to an end. And so I will be increasing the price of the Inbox Insider at the end of this month. We are currently in March. At the end of March, if you're listening to this live, that price will be going up. So this is your last opportunity to get all of that incredible email templates, the bonuses, the quiz maker, the subject line generator, all of those things for only $47. Because after that, it will be going up and most likely not ever coming back down to this price again. So this is your last chance. Make sure you go grab that. It's at girlmeansbusiness.com forward slash inbox. I have that link down in the show notes for you. You can quickly go click on it and go get that today. You have lifetime access to that content, so you don't have to worry about saving it and downloading it. You can have it all right there to come back to every time that you need it. Again, that's girlmeansbusiness.com forward slash inbox. All right, guys. Let's get to my conversation today with Martine. I think that you're going to feel really connected to what she's saying on top of the fact that she has an incredible accent to listen to. She has so much knowledge to give about how to get past these 
thoughts that we have in our heads, how to get past those blocks that we are telling ourselves that we're not good enough to do things, and how to start finding success in our business. So let's go ahead and jump into our conversation. All right, I'm here with Martina. Hi, how are you today? I am very well, thank you. Thank you so much for having me on. Well, thank you for being with us. I know that you're over in Norway, correct? So thanks Mm -hmm. for working on scheduling this so we can both get here at the same time and have a good conversation today. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited about it as well. Looking forward to it. Yeah. Okay. So let's just kind of start with, tell us a little bit about you, about who you are, what you do, and sort of your journey into entrepreneurship. Yeah. So um, my journey into entrepreneurship started by me dreaming about it all the way back since I think I was 14 when I first said I'm going to be an entrepreneur. And just really idolizing people that were starting their own uh, adventures and making a living of that. So fast forward to my college years, I went to Australia to study, um, well, business, um, but they had recently opened this entrepreneurial line. So I did a triple major in marketing management and entrepreneurship and innovation. I've never heard someone doing a triple major. That's incredible. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, I mean, it sounds like a mouthful and really like impressive, but the matter of the fact was that um, the units just really nicely overlapped. So I would have chosen those units anyway. So I might as well like make them all into one. So that worked out well. Um, And so when I finished my degree, I entered a few entrepreneurship competitions. there's something called Startup Weekend, and they had Startup Week in Perth in Australia. And um, I entered, and my team actually won the first time back in 2012. Yeah, it was pretty exciting, like having the investors and having to sort of present to them and all of that. Um, and then after that, I um, lived in Australia and worked for a bit, but I also did freelance marketing, and I moved to Japan for a while. Uh, in which I wasn't actually allowed to work. So I started my own online business, which um, I sort of lived out my um, artist. So I always wanted to paint oil paintings. And I thought, well, yeah, I might as well create an online boutique with my own oil paintings. And I also like spent hours and hours and hours on end self uh, studying psychology and self-development and spirituality and all of that. So Um, And then moved back to Australia for a bit. Um, I did like nine to five, but I still also did entrepreneurship. And then I moved back to Norway and I really, I did a master's degree in uh, digital marketing uh, while I was also working full time. But at the end of it, I was like, my heart is really in helping other entrepreneurs. Like, and, and my, I suppose people have always come to me with their problems and um, sort of working through to find solutions. And um, I got my eyes up for coaching and uh, I've never sort of looked back. So that's my long-winded way to entrepreneurship no, and that. coaching. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, and you like touched into my like wanderlust. I'm just, I, I miss being able to travel and to listening to you just kind of following your heart and going all these different places is so amazing. I love that. So what took you to Japan, just wanting to go? Well, <laughs> that was that was actually because um, my partner at the time, he played um, professional rugby. So he had a contract to go over there. And oh, okay. um, I was like, well, I'm not going to sit in Australia when my partner is in Japan and my family are in Norway. So <laughs> I was right, like, well, right. I'll, 
I'll come with and it's, you know, exciting and new. And so I just came with and made the most of it. I love that. That's so fun. I love the adventure side of it. And then you got to kind of go in and and really enjoy some of that artist stuff that you probably wouldn't have done if you'd stayed in one place. So I always think it's interesting to see like how all the little bits and pieces fall into place. That's really cool. Okay. So now you said you work with other entrepreneurs kind of helping them sort of work through like getting their business up and going. And you really focus a lot on the mindset side of it, correct? Yeah, that's right. So as I said, I have more than a decade in digital marketing and sort of uh, the more hands-on businessy stuff. But what I came to realize, especially when it comes to entrepreneurs, is that we're an extension of our own business or rather our business is an extension of ourselves. And so if we have limiting beliefs around putting ourselves out there, um, that we have firm beliefs in ourselves, that we're confident in ourselves, our products, and uh, the fact the fact that our customers actually want what we have, uh, we won't market it. We won't put ourselves out there. So it all comes back to the mindset and growing our confidence in what we have to offer. I love that. Yeah. And I, so you mentioned like while you were over in Japan, you kind of got into studying like the psychology and all that kind of stuff. That, that so is intriguing to me. I love the idea of like why we do the things we do or why we don't do certain things. And so I've always thought it'd be fun to go. And I mean, I've, I've already got a master's degree in education, but I was like, I might go back to school again and just learn psychology. I'm like a lifelong learner. And so I think yeah. that is such an interesting topic. So is that what you've kind of utilized in going forward, like helping business owners sort of identifying like what's going on in your head that's keeping you from doing certain things? Is that what fed into that? Yeah, for sure. Like I'm leveraging all the things that I learn and I'm also like a lifelong learner. If there's a course that intrigues me, I'll jump right into it. Um, But I think it is a combination of my, um, I suppose, personality and past as well as um, what I've learned. So I've always been super sensitive and I got to a point where I'm like, I don't understand what's going on. Like I need to like, why am I feeling all these things? Like, why am I so affected by people? Why can I feel when people are bullshitting me and all these <laughs> things? Uh, why do I get so affected by people's emotions and all those things? And so I really dove deep into that and um, sort of the psychology and the spirituality almost overlapped. And, and so now instead of seeing my sensitivity as a weakness, I get to leverage it as a strength within coaching. And then I also use what I've learned Um, so I've actually also done several modalities in more like alternative things. Um, so when I lived in Japan, I also did first, second and third level Reiki master education from a Japanese, um, uh, sensei, that's what they call Mm -hmm. them. Um, and then in Australia, I did this other healing modality called Tesla metamorphosis healing, which is like this other type of energy work. Um, but I sort of realized for myself that while healing might be uh, working for a lot of people and, and helpful for them, I feel like I'm able to help people more by digging into their brains and seeing where and how they're stuck. And I think I'm also more, um, my joy is more in what to create in the future. Like what are, what are your potentials? How can we leverage what you already have of strengths to sort of um, catapult you into a better future uh, rather than so, like focusing on healing the past. 
So obviously you have to drag some things up by the root, but um, sort of more a future focused on using all the things in psychology and all of that. <laughs> oh, it's so, so interesting. So let's dive into that a little bit because I think that there, you know, and I've said it here on my podcast before, you know, I've really spent a lot of time in the past probably year to year and a half sort of diving into my personal like limiting beliefs and the things that have blocked me mentally from just moving my business forward or even like things I didn't realize were blocking me, things that I didn't realize were, you know, in my head. And so it's, it's been my own journey, which is why I love talking about it. Cause I know that there's a lot of people out there who hear things like limiting beliefs and they're like, well, I don't have any of those, you know? And I think we all have them. We just yeah. don't realize that we have them. <laughs> so I guess my first question would be like, how do you help or what, what advice do you have for helping us to even like recognize what our limiting beliefs are so that we can work through this? Yeah. So um, to take one step back, like 95% of uh, our thoughts and beliefs are actually from subconscious uh, conditioning and and everything. So it's really hard to um, find them, but where you can easily find them is where you're getting triggered. So that is an indication that, okay, so you've got something going on here. Um, another thing is, which I love doing with my clients as well, is to dream up something big, you know, write down everything that you would like to uh, experience or um, manifest into your business. And then you read it. And then on the other sheet of paper, you write down all the reasons why you don't think you can. And that are that is your limiting beliefs. Oh, I like that. Yeah, because yeah. I know a lot of people do like at the beginning of the year, they start off with their big vision board. You know, they do the what is it that you want in life and business? And I've seen a lot of people kind of do those and use them as, you know, dream boards. But I think it's a great way too to kind of look and see like, yeah, like why, why do you feel like those things are not made for you? Because that was one of the things I had to work through was the idea that the level of success that I see other um, entrepreneurs achieving, I always felt like, well, that's not for me because I'm, and I would say this, and I've, I've heard this, other people say this, and we had a conversation about it recently in a group I'm in, and it's putting the word just in front of whatever you say that you are. Well, I can't achieve that because I'm just this, you know, I'm yeah. just a former teacher. I'm just a mom. I'm just, you know, whatever else you want to fill in the blank with. And so I think that that recognizing like even the words that you're using in your everyday conversation with people about what it is that you do or what you want in life, like those have a lot of power because I didn't realize I was saying those things until I started writing them down or started, you know, having these conversations with people who were like, why do you do that? Why do you say that you're just this or just that? I'm like, cause that's how I feel, you know? Yeah. So really even like getting in tune with like listening to like, what, is, yeah, what is it you're saying? Like writing those things out can be really helpful. I'm, I love I love writing things in general because I think some things come out in writing that don't yes. come out when you just are in your own head. So I yeah. love that idea of making the two separate things. Like what is your vision? And then what do you think is blocking you? So let's say that somebody does it. They sit down, they create their vision. They, they write out all these things that reasons why. So then what's the next step in like going forward? Like how do you work through those? Yeah, so, um, well, there's different ways. Um, one of the ways that I do it with my clients is to work with something just called the model. And we basically look at um, how you think 
translates or how you think or what you believe about yourself translates into what you're feeling about the circumstance. And those two together will align with the actions that you're taking. And that will always end up with a result that is aligned with what you're <laughs> thinking. So it's like a very set formula. Um, but I think just... Um, Sorry, I lost a train of thought. I had so many no, coming right. all at the same time and then they all disappeared on me. It Sorry. happens. That's okay. It happens. But yeah, so uh, I guess like what I get stuck on is mm-hmm. I can recognize my limiting belief. Like for example, yep. the limiting belief around the fact that, or the idea that, um, you know, I'm not meant to have a lot of money because I grew up without a lot of money everyone around me that I have, I've always known has never had like tons and tons of money. And so the amount of success that I want to achieve doesn't feel possible. Cause I'm like, well, but that just doesn't feel like reality for me. And mm-hmm. so like trying to work through that and really going back and being like, well, why, why? Like, I mean, everything I just said did not come to me overnight. Obviously it was through like lots of conversations and journaling and like just sitting with my own, with myself and like having to be like, no, really, what is it about this? Like what stories from my youth and my childhood and my life growing up are affecting this? And then how do I move past that? And I think the stuck part where people get is like, okay, I know how to get to where I know what my limiting belief is. I know what blocks me, Mm. but it's like the step of how do I get past that? Because, you know, it's like, we don't have the tools. We're not taught those tools in, in everyday life of how to work on ourselves and mentally work through things? Yeah. So um, there's a few things on this. So first of all, a lot of us have, um, first of all, we have to be brutally honest about where we're at now, what limiting beliefs we do have. And then, uh, like you say, we dream up these massive visions and the gap is just too big to jump. So one method is to divide it into smaller steps. So you have like... um, you can divide that into half and then maybe that half that again. And so you create milestones for yourself that is more achievable. And also what people forget is that when they look at other people's successes, they don't see the struggle, the setbacks, the ups yes. and downs, the doubts, the endless amounts of uh, hours of crying or <laughs> being frustrated. <laughs> so I think that also um, counts in that, on the outside, it looks like an overnight success. And then people become frustrated that, well, why can't I have that overnight mm-hmm. success? But most of pe- most people aren't willing to do all the little steps to get there consistently over a longer period of time. And the other thing I want to say is that there's quite a popular belief or I suppose like a trend around um, affirmations, like, mm-hmm. you know, tell yourself you're a millionaire a thousand times each day and you will become a millionaire, you know, like just right. Right. <laughs> and so our minds are well, in psychology, there's something, uh, a subcategory of that called parts work. And, um, for example, they use it in gestalt therapy and many others, like they have many names. Um, and what that focuses on is that, For example, if you experience something um, scary or something that you see as traumatic as a child, your consciousness splits into two different pieces so that uh, you have a vulnerable part and a protector part. So um, whenever, say, for example, if you were to go up on a stage 
the vulnerable part will be like, holy shit, I don't dare to do this. <laughs> and then the, <laughs> sorry about the swearing. Is that no, no, of- it's fine. Don't bother me. <laughs> okay. um, and then, you know, the protector part will um, somehow do something to protect you so that can show up as self-sabotage so the protective part is like oh no like I hurt my knee I can't even get up on stage I have to be carried away in an ambulance now you know like and it seems like self-sabotage but what it is is that it's yourself trying to save yourself Uh, so you just have two opposing uh, opposing beliefs and so the same is true in terms of uh, affirmation so one part of it is like yeah I would so love to um, earn heaps of money but the other part is like well, you're not. It's bullshit. You're not. Like, why are you, why are you lying to yourself? Yeah. And so the trick is to sort of bridge the gap. Like, what can you tell yourself on a daily basis that you believe and that will sort of reaffirm that you are capable? So, um, you know, I can help a lot of people because um, I have this and this and this training. I have this and this and this experience already. Um, I get great feedback on helping people. Um, or like I have helped other people build businesses before. So, you know, clearly I have something. So like finding all those little things, like you could journal all of the reasons why you can become successful and then focus on those instead. Stay with us. We'll be right back. If you've been listening to the Girl Means Business podcast for any amount of time, then you know my love of email marketing runs deep. Not only is it a great way to generate new leads, but it's one of the most effective methods for nurturing warm leads and turning them into sales. Now, over the years, I've tested several email platforms, and my favorite by far is Flowdesk. Not only do they make email marketing simple and easy, even for the technically challenged, but they have everything you need to create stunning emails, capture leads, make sales, and automate the entire process, giving you time back in your busy day. And the cherry on top is you're only charged one flat fee no matter how many subscribers you have. So while other platforms will increase your price when you go over your pricing tier limit, Flowdesk has no price increases or hidden fees. If you're ready to give Flowdesk a try, click the link below in the show notes to save 50% off your first year. Let Flowdesk help you design emails people will love. Click the link below and check it out. I have a feeling you're going to love it just as much as I do. Yeah, I like because I've heard a lot. I mean, like you said, the, the affirmations thing is definitely a trend that a lot of people are, are on. You know, I see things all the time. Like, here's you know daily affirmations for you to download or use for yourself, whatever. And I've always thought, I'm like, okay, I, I see some of the power behind that, and I understand the reasoning behind it. But again, I'm like, yeah, it needs to be something more personal than just yep. you know, you're amazing. Like, I need to, to be. For me, the affirmations are things that I need to remind myself of. You know, it's those little phrases or those little sayings, things like, you know, you're you're what you're still five steps ahead of the of the person you're helping. Yes. So yes, you are necessary. Like what you're doing is not discounted because you're not, you know, way over here where you think you need to be. Those yeah. are the kinds. So making it personal, making sure that you are you know, not 
not setting yourself up for failure, but not trying to tell yourself something that you're automatically going to be like, okay, no, that's crap. <laughs> like that's exactly. not real, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Because it yeah. doesn't penetrate our minds. Mm-hmm. Like it just like washes over it. And that kind of, it comes back to growing our confidence. Like this, this episode is about, you know, confidence in uh, female entrepreneurs. It, it comes back to building confidence in ourselves step-by-step to get to that place. Mm-hmm but not stretching ourselves too far because then it's just too far of a jump. Well, I think about like with my kids, you know, I've got two daughters and my oldest one is very into sports and things like that. And so we, I've been trying to help explain to her that like when she looks at, like we go watch like older kids play, you know, like high school sports and stuff so that she can get an idea of like what it should look like. And she'll start to get frustrated with herself because she sees like how good they are compared to where she is. And like, you're eight, like, it's okay for you to not be at the level of like an 18 year old or a 19 year or however old they are. And so I think that that's like a good example of, you know, I don't want it to, I'm not showing her those things to, to break her confidence, Hmm. but again, you have to be cautious of what you're consuming Because if you're consuming all of these things, if you go look at your Instagram and it's all, you know, millionaire, seven figure, eight figure earners, and you're down here just trying to struggle to make six figures or even to make enough to send your family on vacation, then maybe you need to readjust what you're consuming so that that gap between where you are and where you want to be is not so, so large that you can't cross it. Exactly. I think that's such a good point. Yeah. So looking at it as inspiration and sort of knowing what you can achieve. Um, And also a a fun thing to do is to um, look up someone that you really admire that is doing great things and scroll all the way back down on their YouTube channel or their Instagram or whatever they started with and just see the development. And it's everyone has to start at zero. (laughs) Yes. Yes. So I just did this the other day. Um, oddly enough. So I kind of allowed myself to get into sort of this comparison spiral and Mm. I was just feeling very overwhelmed and kind of fatigued by just content fatigue, like trying to create content and consuming content and all the things. And I had heard, you know, and I had said this to somebody and someone else said it like, yeah, just scroll back through people's content and see, you know, go look and see where they started from. So yeah. I went to um, actually Amy Porterfield, who I adore, and yeah. I scrolled way back on her content. Like, I mean, I'm talking like years and years and years. I mean, I, went, I kept scrolling, kept scrolling. And it was interesting to see, you could definitely, like, as you're growing back through their content, you can see the progression in reverse order yeah. of like where they are now. And you see like, she's got all these great professional photos and her content super curated and it's really well done. But as you start to go back, even like two or three years, you know, all, a lot of her stuff was like cheesy Instagram filters and candid photos of her and her friends at dinner. And, um, you know, it, you could tell it was not as polished as it is now when she's got a team of people helping her. And I was like, okay, that makes me feel better. Not trying to like say that I want to go back and see like her crappy stuff, but it reminds me that she was not always the polished picture of perfection that we see today you know, exactly. she started somewhere as well. So I, that's one of my, and I coming from the photography world, I used to tell people this all the time. If there's a photographer that you admire and you love their work, go back and look at where they started because we all have those really 
well, like really crappy photos from the beginning. And yeah. it's going to re- remind you, it's going to make you feel a little bit better about your own journey, knowing that they were on that same journey. They're just in a different place than you are now. Yeah. And that is something to touch on as well. That's really important. Um, and <laughs> I saw myself as well quite a lot is that um, a lot of people are sort of, and women in particular, like in this perfectionism spot where they're like, well, if it's not perfect, um, you know, I don't want to publish it or, um, you know, why don't I just sit back here and learn some more stuff before I actually go out there and share it with the world. So it's becomes this loop where you're like, uh, you want to do something, but then you feel insufficient and you go back to the drawing board and, and make adjustments and learn some more. And then you're like, okay, well, I might put it out there, but then you're like, oh, it's not perfect yet. And then it's like this loop, like you never put yourself mm-hmm. out there because you always have to perfect it or you ha- have to like be as good as the other people. Or um, if it's not perfect, it's, it's not worth putting it out there altogether. And um, and that just won't generate clients and it won't um, help people. Like it's better yeah. to help people, um, like you said, few steps that are only a few steps behind you mm-hmm. than sort of being the main guru and whatever, which in turn can actually be intimidating for people because they're like, well, yep. she's so far ahead. I don't even know how to get there. Like it's, yes. that's what required to get there. I don't even know how to start. So. Yeah, that's a really good point. Cause I've thought about this too. Like, especially if you're working with someone who is at the very beginning of their journey you want to be relatable to them and you want Mm. to, you know, you don't want to feel so far down the road that they are, they're not connected to you or your, your story. And so I'm not saying like, make yourself like hold yourself back from doing things because you want to be relatable. But at the same time, I think there's a lot of, there's a trend now kind of on Instagram and and social media that I really like, which is that authenticity piece. You know, it's, it's sharing the messy sides and being honest about the fact that like, yeah, my journey's not been perfect. And there's been times when like, I've had things fail. I've had programs fail. I've had courses fail. I've had projects fail. Like those are the things that people want to see. And it doesn't make you less of a quote unquote expert. It just makes you more relatable. It makes you more real, more obtainable. And people like that. And there may be people who want the shiny, perfect, you know, picture, and they're going to go for that. But if there's somebody who wants to like really know like how it really is and you're putting that out there, then they're going to be drawn to you and they're going to want to work with you. But it can be scary too, because yeah, like we, that's that protector piece you were talking about, like the vulnerable and the protection piece, that protection piece is saying like, no, don't do that. Like, don't put that on the internet because then people are going to judge you. And they're, you know, like they're, it's giving you all these reasons to stop from, from being who you really are and sharing the real side of your, your business and your personality and all these things. And so it's hard. Yeah. Cause you have like those two conflicting voices, that angel and the devil on the shoulder kind of thing. So yeah. what do you, when you find yourself in that position where your brain is like trying to protect you from something, even though, you know, like it's the right step, what do you do to kind of get past that? Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hey photographers, are you ready to make 2024 your best year yet? Growing a business is tough. You're following all the successful photographers and experts, soaking up their best advice and downloading all their free guides, trying to replicate their success only to come up lacking, blaming yourself when their methods don't work for you. 
but the truth is, it isn't you. Free content and one-size-fits-all courses can only get you so far. What you need is personalized help and guidance, but that can get expensive. Well, not anymore. I've created the perfect solution to get you personalized results for less than $2 a day. Introducing the Focus Photographer Lab, a one-of-a-kind coaching membership that gets you one-on-one results for a fraction of the cost of traditional coaching. Inside the lab, you'll find the three C's to success, classes, coaching, and community. With classes, you gain access to a treasure trove of pre-recorded trainings and invaluable resources. With coaching, you get monthly live trainings and Q&A sessions, along with my favorite part, the weekly one-on-one office hours, where we get to address your unique questions and challenges. And then there's the community, where you get to connect with an amazing group of talented female photographers who share your passions, supporting each other and inspiring each other to greatness. The best part is it doesn't come with an expensive one-on-one coaching price tag. You get all of that for just $47 a month. You can even try it for free for 14 days to make sure it's a good fit for you. And there is no contract and no obligation you can cancel at any time. So what are you waiting for? Head down to the show notes and click the link to learn more and get signed up today. And let's make 2024 our best year yet. Yeah, so I always try and bridge a gap. So in a compassionate way, Uh, I'm not a massive fan of like the hustle mentality like go 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 just do it crunch it you know that sort of stuff like because that'll backfire because you might put yourself out there and then you're like holy shit like I am going to go back to my little like cave and I am going to lock the door and I'm not coming out for a while because (laughs) this was too scary um so and and that's what I see a lot about uh sorry a lot uh, with entrepreneurs, like they might post for a while and then it's like, oh my God, this was too overwhelming. Uh, and then they just don't post anything for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, so in, in bridging the gap, it's like, um, for example, when I started my journey, I was so afraid of sort of stating publicly, um, my beliefs around, you know, the universe and how it all fits together and, uh, mag- magnetically attracting things of who you are based on your subconscious beliefs and all that sort of thing that might seem fluffy to some, but are in fact being proven more and more um, in neuroscience and quantum physics and all those fun things. Um, but I was so afraid of it so that I needed to um, create a container that felt safer. So what I did... <laughs> back then was to spend a good four hours blocking all the people that are like uh, more rigid and naysayers uh-huh. because I needed that, um, I suppose, safety of feeling like I could dance while nobody was watching and mm-hmm. uh, only show to people that was open to that. So I felt like I had to grow my roots more before sort of the storm hit. Um, and so that was, I mean, just like a funny little story. But the but the moral of that story is to um, create stepping stones to get there. Yeah. Yeah. I think when you mentioned that, like the hustle mentality, I heard somebody say this recently that made a lot of sense. It was the idea that if you're constantly pushing forward, like always going forward, like leaning, like if you imagine like standing up and like leaning forward all the time, eventually you're going to fall forward. Yeah. You're just going to fall flat on your face. Like you have to, you have to have a balance of like, push and then kind of sit back and relax and then push and then sit back because 
it's it and I'm visually like picturing, I don't know why it came to my head, but like a Bugs Bunny cartoon or something where he's like running forward all the time at full speed, you know, like this like sort of 45 degree angle. But yeah, like, it's so true. If you're, we do that and I've done it myself, like almost exactly what you said, like where you're like, okay, I'm going to put myself out there. I've got this idea. I'm going to run with it. And I push really hard for like a week or two. And I'm like posting and creating and doing all these things. And then it becomes so much that you're just like, I can't do it anymore. And you just completely stop. And then people were like, well, where'd she go? What happened? You know, like, you know, she was doing so well. So there has to be that balance of like, go forward and then like kind of sit back and and take it all in and and reevaluate or whatever you need to do and then go forward again, you know? Um, Yeah. I thought that was a really interesting representation when I heard the lady mentioned, I was like, oh, that makes perfect sense, you know? And that's why like, I've never loved that hustle. I don't even like the word hustle. I don't like the mentality behind it. It just feels like it's so... Like you constantly have to be running all the time. And that's not why I started a business. I started a business so that I could be in control of my time. And so that I didn't have to be working 24 seven. I could choose when I wanted to be pushing forward and I could choose when I wanted to sit back and enjoy things. And so I think that we forget that that's why we do this. Exactly. Yeah. And I think something that I love to work with as well is inspired action versus willpower. Because when you're inspired, then you're, first of all, you're super effective or efficient because it just like it comes. Like you can just write, you know, uh, four podcast episodes in one sitting and you forget to eat food because you're just so in the zone or so in the flow. And, and that, that comes from being inspired. And being inspired also comes from mindset, looking at the purpose behind it. Why are you doing this? Who are you helping? And so getting in sort of the right mindset and creating that inspirational uh, or inspired action uh, is also so much healthier because it doesn't create the same type of stress in your body, mm-hmm. whereas willpower will run out. Oh, I so love that. I've never heard that before, but I love that. Inspired action versus, I wrote that down, versus willpower, because that's so true. Like, you hear a lot of people say like, just push through and do it. And, you know, and I'm like, that doesn't create anything that is a value in my opinion. You yeah. know, like I, there's another lady whose podcast I listened to, and she mentioned this recently too. She was like, figure out where and how you feel the most creative. You know, a lot of people, they've had this vision that you have to like go sit at your desk and that's where you work. And it's like, yeah. but if you don't feel creative or inspired there, then maybe you need to go out and take a walk or maybe you need to go paint or maybe you need to watch, you know, or listen to music. And that's where you feel inspired. Like find your zone of inspiration and let that be, because that's true. Like, I, I mean, I was thinking all these thoughts come to my head as you were talking. I was like, that's such a smart thing because I, when I'm sitting down going, okay, I have to create you know, five days worth of social media posts and I'm not feeling it, they just are crap. I mean, they're just awful. But when I'm like, oh, I have these five things I really want to say to my audience, it flows. And then I get way more engagement, way more interaction. People are like, yes, that's exactly what I'm thinking because it came from a place of excitement and, and inspiration and not from a place of, I have to get this done. Exactly. And then, so that inspired action even though you might sit and sit there and work for say three or four or five hours straight, it actually fuels you. Mm-hmm. You're full of energy after that. Whereas, um, you know, with the willpower, you are um, probably feeling exhausted afterwards, and you probably had like too many coffees and too many snacks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <As well. laughs> 
Yes. Well, and I, and I mean, there, I I do think there has to be a little bit, because obviously there's going to be things in your business that you have to do that you don't enjoy. Mm -hmm. But I think that can also be, like I said, like your surroundings, you know, like I don't enjoy dealing with my finances, but if I can do it sitting on my laptop on the back porch, like looking out over our yard and the pool and like, that's way better. And I'm more willing to do that than if I'm like sitting in my office by myself, you know, like not feeling excited, but at least like when you have to do those things that are sort of the must do's in your business, but you Mm -hmm. can do them in a place where you feel inspired or maybe a time of day where you feel more energetic than like just knowing that. I think it all comes back to like knowing yourself. Like that's the key is we have to know ourselves and we have to know, you know, what are the things like, are you more inspired in the morning? Are you, is it afternoons are your best or evenings your best? Like going back to the whole idea of like the limiting beliefs and like figuring out your blocks, like understanding yourself enough to know, like, these are the things I'm telling myself, whether I recognize it or not. I think that, you know, it's all comes back to just really listen to yourself and figuring out what works for you. Yeah, for sure. And also coming back to what you were talking about in terms of speaking patterns, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, it's so we jump to, um, I have to do my finances instead of mm. I get to do my finances because yeah. I get to have a business. Nobody's forcing yeah. you to do a business. Nobody's forcing you to do the finances. You can declare bankruptcy. Like you don't, you don't have to, you get to. And I think remembering that and also uh, remembering why you're doing it, you know, by doing the finances yes. now, you won't get in trouble later on. So. <laughs> so like, yes, true. <laughs> yeah. And also, um, as you grow your business, you get to delegate that, you know, Mm -hmm. just put a mental note. Like this is something that I don't particularly enjoy spending my time doing. So as soon as I get, you know, a certain amount of income, that is the first to go and just like constantly like delegate the things that aren't um, fueling you. But in the beginning stages, you know, just focusing on getting to do it. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah. I need to remind myself to, to reframe how I say those things And especially like I've got two daughters and my oldest one loves to come in and like help me and like watch what I'm doing. And, and she's always asked me like, when I go to record podcast episodes, she's like, can I just, I'll be really quiet. Can I just sit and listen? And I find myself saying like, you know, mom's mom has to go work mom, you know, and I'm like, I need to rephrase that because I don't want her, you know, they listen to everything you say. And I mean, even just your audience, like when you say things on social media, when you say things on this podcast or in a YouTube video, like yeah, the, the words that you say to yourself as well as others have so much power. And so just being really cognizant of how you're saying things, I need that. I'm going to make myself a note to remind myself, like, it's not that I have to, it's that I get to. Yep. I love that. Yeah. Amazing. Well, this was so good. Thank you so much for, for chatting with us and for all your expertise. Okay. So I know that you have a special offer for our listeners. So can you tell us about that? Yeah. So um, for everyone listening to Girl Means Business, I am offering a free full 60 minutes of coaching on the topic of your choice. As I said earlier, as entrepreneurs, uh, what comes up in our private life generally, um, as it is an extension of ourselves, shows up in our business as well. So um, whatever you want coaching on, I'm here for you. And all you have to do is to get on Instagram and just uh, DM me and say that you heard me on Girl Means Business and I will schedule an appointment for you. Um, And yeah, and I would also 
um, love for you to take a screenshot of this, listening to this episode and tag us both and just let us know, you know, what was the highlights? What did you get from this? Because, um, yeah, it would be cool to connect with your audience and see what they learn. I love that. And that is so generous of you. Thank you so much for offering that coaching sessions to our audience. That's amazing. I hope everybody takes advantage of that because that's so good. Um, okay. So tell everybody where they can find you. What's your Instagram handle? Um, if you have a website you want people to go to so they can get in touch with you. Yeah. So my Instagram is Martina Thomason coaching, which is M A R T I N E T H O M A S E N coaching (laughs) all in one word. Uh, and my website is martinathomason.com, same spelling. Um, so yeah, that's where I'm at. Just shoot Perfect. me a message. Yeah. And I'll have all that link down below in the show notes. They can easily just go click on it and find you. So thank you so much. I appreciate you being here and, and this afternoon where you are chatting with us and I cannot wait to connect with you again in the future. I appreciate it. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. It was an honor to be here. Thank you. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much, Martine, for being a part of our show. I loved our conversation. I hope that all of you listening feel like you have a new perspective on how to move past those limiting thoughts and beliefs that you have going on in your head. She's also offering those incredible coaching sessions. So make sure that you send her a DM over on Instagram. Her Instagram is linked down below. She's offering a full 60-minute coaching session to our listeners Just send her a DM on Instagram. Let her know that you heard about her on the Girl Means Business podcast and what you would like coaching on for your business. Uh, She would also love for everyone to take a screenshot of this episode, tag her, and let her know what your biggest takeaway from this episode was. Guys, these guests that come onto our show, they are giving up their time. They are sharing their expertise and their nuggets of wisdom. The least we can do is support them and let them know how much we appreciate them being on the show. So please go and let Martine know the value you received from this episode. One last thing, don't forget, go sign up for your Inbox Insider before that price increase at the end of the month. You don't want to miss out on this. It's an incredible, incredible offer, tons and tons of value. So make sure you go to girlmeansbusiness.com slash inbox and sign up today and lock in that $47 price. You have lifetime access after that. And I promise you, it will be an amazing investment in your business for building connections with your audience. All right, guys, that's going to do it for our show this week. Thank you again so much for tuning in. If you have not left us a review, head over to iTunes and let me know what you thought of this episode or any of the other Girl Means Business episodes. I love hearing your feedback. Thank you so much to everyone who has already left reviews, sent DMs, and shared our episodes on social media. Your support means the world to me. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful week and I will see you back here next week. Same time, same place.